I uh, drive a 87 RX-7 with a 5.3 swap. Don't hate me. If you watch some of my videos, you'll see like I was ripping the e-brake, but I promise you it was not doing a thing. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm from that area because the bad thing is I don't feel like I'm super good because there's so many good drivers around like in the area. It forces you to get better it, it, But that's like, why, that's what I love it. To. Like I was like, like, I love watching all the really good people because I wanted to get better. My car caught on fire twice before I even ever drifted. I turned in and I went straight into that wall, right into it. The passenger side wheel was the first point of contact. It says I'd idle at like 55. And so like, I'm like, that's definitely not it. As long as this thing's moving, I know I got oil pressure. <laughs> but that wasn't even the bad part. It was the wires that I was using to connect it was house wire. Stay fresh like a brand new all right boys before we get into the podcast jump on over to circleadrift.com grab yourself some of the new merch that just dropped now the first part of the merch is probably one of my favorite and the one you guys have talked about the most wanting the drift cat merch because of the cats that come on the podcast sometimes you guys seem to love them we got them in normal t-shirts hoodies tank tops flags blankets phone cases and i even threw it on a cat bowl and on top of that i have a full July drop and with the July drop I have a brand new logo for it with the t-shirts you have a black and gray camo with the new logo along with a denim style t-shirt with the same embroidered logo but it's a little bit smaller on the chest and possibly one of my favorites is the hoodie that I dropped with the embroidered logo as well but we have it in all sorts of colors in case red just doesn't suit you for you and your car and one more cool thing that I wanted to drop with this line was a windbreaker we haven't done a windbreaker yet this one has has the big circle of drift logo that's just patternized on the top chest of the windbreaker and inside the hood and the rest is just black because you know we work on cars we get dirty and on top of the new merch drop in the next episode i'm gonna have a fantastic giveaway for you guys so stick around make sure you hit the subscribe button turn on bell notifications so you don't miss it and go to circleofdrift.com grab the merch so that we can continue to do great content and possibly even bigger giveaways for you guys cheers to that boys let's get back to the podcast Welcome back to the number one drift podcast on YouTube. I am Dawson and this is Garrett. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming on. Um, I actually uh, don't forget to subscribe. I almost forgot where I was for a second. Uh, but yes, look below you. If that button is still not or still red, go ahead and click it. That, that way you are subscribed and hit the bell notification so you don't miss a single episode. Uh, and that's actually all I'll go after for the announcements. So if you want to give yourself a little rundown for them. All right. I'm Garrett. I uh, drive a 87 RX-7 with a 5.3 swap. Don't hate me. <laughs> it's a good old love it. I can't even speak right now. I'm just first podcast. So it's going to take a second for me to warm up because no, I'm trying good. to figure you're it good. out. <laughs> we'll get five minutes in and you'll forget the cameras are there. Exactly. That's so. what I was saying. I just need to warm up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about the FC, what, uh, what kind of has been done to it. You don't have to go into the depth yet, but. Well, um, let's see. First immediately swapped it with a five, three, just had to do that because completely clueless starting out <laughs> and I needed the simplest and most easiest way to do it and thinking that that was the easiest way definitely not yeah we'll get into that <laughs> but, we'll get into that but, um go uh ran down and i'm losing my train of thought here I was like, hey, say you it do. again uh, uh just give a rundown on the fc like what um like what all's i guess done to it right now what's the current state of it oh okay we're uh tube front i got a villain's angle kit um nice. Simple but easy. It's great. Yeah, There's I got a few buddies enough. with the billets. Yep, yep. And uh, uh, a full 8.8 rear end. Okay. I had to do that. I'm pretty sure like 
is the moment I put some sticky tires on it, the third turn snapped that right out. It was a good old base diff model. Not good. <laughs> yeah, good old FC problems. Yeah. Again, we'll get into that too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, so, that's pretty much it. Oh, uh, yeah. Nothing I've, too special. Uh, yeah, well, of course, I put a cage in it and all the stuff like that. Um, It is pretty much, I, I didn't mean to do it, but it is pretty much a pro-am legal drift car. No way. Okay. I didn't know it was to that stage. Yeah, it's uh I've I even even got the little uh what is it? The the key that you need right up front or how oh, the I, kill how switch. Am I forgetting this? Yeah, kill switch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like, oh, yeah, I got the kill switch up from. I, I literally thought that I needed to do it. Like, not, I, I don't even start. I have like, one I in the shop. Started comp. In the box. <laughs> like, I barely even like. I did like one fun comp like last month, and I was like, and I started like six years ago, and I'm like, you know, I need to build this. I need to yeah, pro am. And so like, I had the pro am book and everything. I don't even think it's still the same regulations. No, I doubt it. And so like, what's your point? So the 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 cage is ready for it. Um. I got. I made everything set up for it. The had to make sure that the. Oh, I I just remember the most. I mean, it was six years ago, so I'm trying to think of it. Like I remember the most important thing was the um had to be a kill switch out up front. So if anything mm. happened, like the track worker can shut it off. Yeah, yeah. And uh, other than that, it's pretty simple stuff. Like just complete bone stock five three. I didn't even change the cam, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, with an AccuSump and an improved oil pan, pan baffling. And well, at least you did, did the, the exactly. major thing. I did the most, like, I thought I was doing all the like supporting mods and that was yeah. it. So I didn't do anything with the engine besides putting like an LS6 intake, but you have to put that to clear the hood in the RX-7 anyways. Of course, yeah. So like it wasn't, I didn't even count. I didn't even <laughs> count it and just put it in. And I mean, technically it's got LS1 injectors too, but yeah, again, yeah. truck Still, is like, it's, LS it's like stuff, what is it's the just, difference of like 10 horsepower? It's all Legos. <laughs> exactly. Like it's, I mean, the, the cam's going to make it have more torque, but anything else completely stock like you would expect. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Um, well, actually, I wanted to point out because do you did you ever watch the Hunter Boyer episode? I think it was actually, what was it? Episode six. Six? Uh, I don't think so. What car did he have? He has an F, He had an FC. Oh, no, I time. didn't see it. So yeah. it's almost identical to your car. Really? But it was it was a turbo 13B. It was okay. like a, it, it, he kept the rotary and everything. He was a big rotary guy. The, actually, the dude that I said had slapped the fucking rotary together on like a plastic table. Yeah, yeah. that guy. <laughs> uh, <Dude> wild. <laughs> he's actually building a, an AE86 right now. Um, one of those, I think it was the IROC edition or some shit. He found one. It's a rust bucket, but he's Damn. he's restoring it and putting a VQ of all things in it. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's going to be hilarious, though, See that good old, like, little A86 sounding like a trumpet flying yeah. around. Like exactly, yeah. <laughs> oh, he, it's an HR, which is, sounds a little better, but um, his car almost looks identical to yours. That Damn. same tan color, like, everything. I did not expect that. I thought it was a little unique with it because I've had people like run around and be like, yo, you look like straight Frankenstein FC. <laughs> or, like, you got, like, straight up primed out beat to piss missile car fc like they, they'd say like some weird stuff all the time i think some guy like i'll think of it yeah some yeah. other guy told me one and i i really thought it was funny it <laughs> it was because it's just straight primered out but it's it's oh it's so, primer yeah it's so it's oh, okay yeah it's so beat up it looks tan it's like, really tan yeah, it's uh like it's just i think it's like self-etching primer that's all it is that's funny. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's so funny. It was like fifty bucks. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and it um, and it also I had enough to to button. paint the interior too. I'm a half price hot boy. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, you can't even hear it. <laughs> um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, I just want to bring that up because it, it's like 
pretty much identical, except his is like a desert tan kind of color, uh-huh. like almost a caramel tan. Mm-hmm. Well, he actually, he didn't even own it anymore, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, do you get a lot of hate for the LS though? I thought I would. That's why I was super, super nervous about it. I th- like I was really nervous about going to the first drift event because I had been from the car scene and, uh, a lot of the car meet scene, at least especially in my area, big douchebags. <laughs> like, oh. like it's like it's like I believe it. Like super, super judgmental. And mm. so like I thought like I was like once I left that, I thought I was going into like something like I need to be careful, but I'm also gonna LS swap something. So like I think people are gonna hate me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And then I like, go to the um I go to my first drift event, exact opposite. And it might have been a little different because I caught it on fire <laughs> that event, but like I still this day, I don't think i ever like i've I've had one person like joke around with me who's mm. really cool like and he joke around with me he's like dude why didn't you keep the rotary in it man why is it ls blah 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 and i'm like i, I was clueless so i'm trying to be simple it's trying to be simple and it was cheap like real cheap so like why, why not and he's like oh no i'm going just just giving you crap bro i've never had <laughs> i've never had someone like actually like butthurt like that's the drift like, community exactly man. like everyone's greatest community ever <laughs> hell yeah there's the nicest people ever it's the whole like night and day difference between the car meet that i came from and and the, the um drifting scene and that's why nice. i really was like i'm definitely staying here this yeah, is yeah the coolest people ever but i want to ask you a little bit about that a little later in the podcast okay. but how like what made you choose the fc <laughs> instead of like a 350z or 240 or any like the basic cars so my neighbors that I have, well, my old neighbors, I don't even live in that house anymore. Uh, they, um, were always into drifting. They're drift OGs. They, um, been drifting since the early two thousands, I believe. I'm like, uh, oh, don't, wow. don't really quote me on that, but like, I know it's something yeah, crazy yeah. like that. Cause it, like, um, it, whenever I would walk up to him and ask him, I'd always walk over the house randomly. Like I, I did this since I was like 16. I'd walk over there and be like, I try to act like it was really cool. Know what they were, <laughs> what I was doing. Like I'd like walk up to him and be like, me. yeah, exactly. I walk up and like, I'd like research like how SRs were. Cause they're SR because they had two, they had two, two forties and their SRs. And one was a red top and one was a black top. And I walked up, I was like, oh, it's a black top. It's got a little bit more horsepower. That thing's sick. And they're like, <laughs> and they're like uh, that's not yeah. how that works. And they're, like, they're like, yeah, it's a black top. Okay. <laughs> and, and I just kept on going with it. And I mean, at the time I had a front wheel drive car. So mm. like they would always give me crap. I feel <laughs> like, you. Like, what are you going to get into drifting, do something cool, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't know anything about cars. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I hate when people make fun of like little kids like that, or not even little kids, but just people that don't really know much about cars. <laughs> because I guarantee you those people were in the exact same position. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure they were. We were all there. Didn't have a fucking clue what we were doing. Oh, yep. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> yeah, oh, you know, it, it took him a while to ever give me crap about it. But it was like... When, That's like, good. Like, when I finally was like, yeah, this thing's cool. He's like, no, it's not. He's like, let me let you in on a little secret here. Uh, not really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you're still in high school. Front wheel drive's cool then. That like, like an, But... No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, boys. I want to stop the podcast and tell you guys about today's sponsor, SeatGeek. Now, if you don't know what SeatGeek is, it's an online ticketing platform where you can buy tickets to events like sports, concerts, comedy shows, music festivals, and all sorts of different types of events. They have a super clean and simple platform right on the homepage where it shows you trending events that are happening in your area. And like right now, up at Nashville Super Speedway down the road, there is the NASCAR event going on. So if I wanted to buy some tickets for that, 
that, it shows up directly on the homepage. And once you click on that, it shows you exactly where the seats are that are available for purchase. And it actually color coordinates by best deal to worst deal. So after you click on an event and looking at the map, you will see green dots, orange dots, and red dots. All of your green dots are gonna be a little bit bigger, which are gonna emphasize that those are your best deals. So like this one right here, if I wanted to be smack dab in the middle of the grandstands, I would be paying about $213 each, which is the best deal possible for this event. And you can see that there's an orange dot up in the top left corner that is obviously not as good of a seat, but it's the exact same price as that best deal. And all of these orange dots are gonna be your moderate pricing. SeatGeek is one of the best online ticketing platforms, and they wanna make it as easy as possible for you to enjoy these events at the best price possible. And that's why on top of that, they're willing to offer you guys $20 off of your first ticket purchase on SeatGeek. And this is the absolute most important part, so whenever you get to the checkout screen, you wanna scroll down a little bit to where it says, have a code. You're gonna click on that, and you're gonna type in Circle of Drift, in all caps. And this is gonna secure you your $20 off. I know you guys are looking at some of these events happening around you. Go ahead and take advantage of this special offer now. So thanks again, SeatGeek, for sponsoring today's video. Let's get back to the podcast. Well, uh, what, um, actually, what coolover setup are you running? I'm on Fortune Auto 500s. And why'd you go that route? Uh, didn't really know better. Like, uh, it was one of the first things I bought for the car when I, when I was when I was building, and I knew that they they were in my area. So I was like, all right, I can order them and not pay for shipping. Yeah. And I can also go and pick them up. And I think like two or three months later, they're like, yo, it's ready. I came came and pick it up, mm. and they were the coolest people so hell yeah mm -hmm. what uh do they have like different series as far as because like obviously bcs they have the br the ds like all the different series of coilovers yeah i like i'm not 100 percent sure like how it does go but i do know that like the 500 is the basic of basic mm -hmm. like there's the 510s what most people end up going to and i there's another level i just don't know what it was called i, mm -hmm. I should have asked dustin what the like technical drift spec are mm -hmm. but anyways mm -hmm. Yeah, I just wanted to know that. Uh, so you said you're running a villains kit, though. Yeah, for the angle kit. Yeah, for front what front. made you choose villains over any of the other kits? Uh, I don't really know how many angle kits there are for FCs. Actually, uh, the price, and I'm pretty sure there wasn't an option back when I did it. Really, I think there was just Wisefab. Oh yeah, and, and that. Like, and, yeah, no, <laughs> that's a no go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm building my car for the first time. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm trying to learn. Simplest is simple, and I think. Dude, the villains, it was so cheap. Like I just pulled my knuckles off, sent it to them. They, they modified them and then mm -hmm. sent me a couple like tie rods and some uh, ball joint extensions. I think that's all it was. And um, another thing, I forgot what car they came from. But so it's not just like big a... Big and beefy, but... Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they're much beefier tie rods than the stock ones. I know like the RX-7 ones are like these tiny like sticks. <laughs> they're so tiny. Yep. And, like, and then uh, these, these are like probably like double or triple the diameter. They're beefy. And, I, and like they're definitely too beefy because... Like, I remember when I wrecked and I hit them, they didn't bend. They didn't bend at all. And, and so I looked at it like, what? Sick. Like, I was like, yeah, it's sick. I was sick. surprised with the FDF ones, dude. Those tie rods are fucking massive yeah, compared yeah. to the Z ones, the stock Z's. Exactly. Even the GK Tech kit that I had. there, Because you can... The good thing that I liked about the GK Tech kit was that you could adjust... <laughs> What's up, buddy? Uh, you can adjust the tie rods, so they were made for any Nissan car. All you had to do was just cut them off while while the fucking end of the threads out, and just make it whatever size you need. Uh, but dude, I bent so many of them. What are you doing, yeah, dude? <laughs> it just hops right up. Oh yeah, man. But yeah, there's, it's even though it, they didn't bend them, mm -hmm. they were so stiff. I mean, also it was, I wrecked and hit hit the berry pretty hard, and so it uh, 
it sent all the pressure into the steering rack and completely blew out the steering rack and it blew out everything. Like once I like pulled the wheels off and took it out of the knuckle, the whole rod just, it just dropped. And, and so, and, and the ball joints had no pressure left. So, so like, I guess like they were just so beefy instead of, instead of stiffening out, they just sent all the, sent all the force into the racks and the bushings itself. I don't know. What are they called? Not the bushings, like the ball joint itself that it rolls off of it. It's usually really stiff, mm-hmm. but because they were completely blown out, they just dropped. So a little, little ball gone. It, so that's why I was like, whew, like these tie rods are stiff. I'm definitely never going to bend them. But if I hit something hard enough, I'm destroying my racket. Yeah, you're, you're going to fuck something else. Yeah, up. exactly. <laughs> All right. So, so the villains doesn't make just a bolt on kit. You have to actually send off your, yeah. your parts. Is that, well, um, they pretty sure like it's either they have cores it's sending cores so if they don't have one available they have you have to send them oh okay and they do it for you so like at the time there wasn't any available so i had to send my knuckle out and they just did it for me and pulled it back or for all i know i sent the knuckle out they sent me someone else's and i just and they just just kind of reimbursed yeah yeah it's just like a reimbursement i guess that's how a lot of them work too so that's smart Mm -hmm. hell yeah i didn't know that could be how it goes (laughs) Not 100% sure on that. Yeah. But, <laughs> I mean, they're real cool people. I've called them about a bunch of stuff. Cause That's like, awesome. Because you know, of like my hydro issues and stuff, things like that. Tell me about that. <laughs> I have never drifted on a hydro until last month. And I've <laughs> with been, it being in your car the entire like, time? With it being in my car the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I like it was to the point where like when I like uh, my first event, like when the, when the issue happened and I jumped out of the car, blah, blah, blah the instructor that got in that tried to stop the car mm-hmm. he pulled it down he's like you know your e-brake doesn't work i was like oh yeah it's purely just for show <laughs> <laughs> just for looks you know it's like, like i'm trying to figure out what's wrong with it like that and it's just taken a long time and so i finally like ditched the calipers put some z32s in mm-hmm. and much better still not locking the wheels though yeah but i really like that that's what happened to me because it forced me to learn how to drive with only feints i've and i've I immediately ripped out the e-brake thinking that the hydro was going to work well. I, I, I so wish that I had just kept the e-brake in. Nah. Because I, I would have been able to just figure out that I can just rip the e-brake instead. Mm. But um, nope. Of up until a few months ago, like last month or so, just purely just learning, drifting on feigning and weight transfer. Yeah, and yeah. it's helped out massively because now that like my hydro works enough, <laughs> once I like fly, once I like fly in, because I've only had one event on hydro. Uh, and so I was like, man, I'm going to start doing faster entries now because oh, yeah. like, the, the e-brake's going to work. So like, you did threw, uh, threw it out and um, pulled the heat brake a couple times and I could feel the car pull f- more forward. I was like, oh, now I can finally feel what the yeah. sim is like. Because <laughs> like before, like it's, I'm so used to the sim and driving that like even though it doesn't work since the beginning, I've always just ripped the e-brake. If you watch, if you watch some of my videos, you'll see like years ago, like I was ripping the e-brake, but I promise you it was not doing a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, I was just naturally ready because there's the same position. My sim is the same position as my car. Oh, so like it's so it's okay. so I'm immediately just naturally trying to pull it. Gotcha. And so I've I have a ton of e-brake practice in the sim. But I've never had it work in real life, so when, so it just comes. So just did you start up. out on the sim? Like, is that yeah. so you learned like, first? Yeah. There. Once I was started building the car, I like and realized, who this is going to take a while. Yeah. I, like I, started, like, um, I immediately started um, building a sim, and I think that was around 2016. So like, it was actually, it actually made sense to buy some quality parts. Mm-hmm. Like the like I think like 
let's see the wheelbase was much cheaper i could get uh, i could get a full-blown rig and force and, and four screens for no shit for um i think uh, i went to costco and it was, it was <laughs> they had, they, yeah they had a 27 inch curved uh a curved screen it was 1080p because i'm not trying to be all fancy like with it's it's a sim yeah. just trying to practice yeah. like so just full hd is all i need i think it was like it was 190 bucks and i bought three of them right there i was like yes this is perfect the screens, <laughs> right let's go like immediately and the stand was about i think it was like at the time it was like 150 bucks and i think it took like a month to get there and um the seat so comfy <laughs> so it was i think it was an r seat and i got it on a black friday deal for really really cheap and um i already i was already into gaming i was already yeah, a big yeah. nerd so i had the, the rig i had oh, okay. the computer yeah, so rig had already computer ready to go so i just needed to worry about like making it comfy and making it just like the car that's sick and it was so beautiful like i, I can send you a picture of it it's like i i love i sit there all the time on it just practicing as yeah. much as i can and it just works because i wanted to make sure that like it was worth it to where it was truly like my same seating position. Yeah, so, of course. I saw like the, a lot of the basic Sims, like you can, it can be a cheap one, but like it'll, the seat will be like a, like a beach chair pretty much. Yeah. And like, it'll be leaned way far back. Cause it's supposed to be for formula one sim. Yeah. And, or, and a lot, I see a lot of people buy those. Cause it's like, I think like maybe like 150 bucks or something like that so they yeah, get away with like, like and, and it has like a wheel stand or whatever but i was messing around with a friend and he has like a, a little cheap g27 mm-hmm. and it uh it was literally shaking the stand and it's a yeah. g27 like that's the, the like, only one the like, only type of sim i've ever even tried exactly and, i suck at it but <laughs> it, oh no it's i tried drifting that thing it's so hard to drive this thing. I, I swear it's because the wheel is so small that we're throwing it really hard yeah. and it's rotating way harder than we're ever used to. For me, it was just, mm-hmm. I learned how to drive in the car first. So mm-hmm. I've always said, if you learn how to drive in the car first and then try and go to a sim, does not translate. No uh, way. Well, it's I can stuff. 100% say it translate if you do sim first. Yeah, no, I like, agree with like, that. It, I totally agree with that. Because like my first event, my car barely running. And when it when it didn't catch on fire, mm-hmm. so like I should have said when the first event that I actually drifted, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, um, I think like, within one lap i was able to link the whole course and yes it was just washington circuit on summit point it was very yeah, simple but still i mean but like i like i love that i could just immediately link it and um i had to clutch kick so much which started making me think like why am i it's an ls why do i need to clutch kick yeah everywhere? and then i started realizing like i might have some power issues but it, <laughs> it, it's it was clean like I, I i watched like i just went back and watched a couple of like my vids just to just to see like how it was and i i didn't realize like i was pretty decent for the very beginning yeah and every person i've talked to that has started on the sim their first track day like they're linking the track within a couple laps at their first event for sure and like uh i think my when i went to richmond for the first time uh they had it they had a track set up like a it was an old school set up like japan oh sick so fun like it and they taught so well like i i really think that a lot of it a lot of like my learning quickly had to do with um, them mm-hmm. uh because it was really hard driving like there's straight up uh jersey barriers on each side and you had to enter every time yeah and like the like the couple of other turns it was really easy to link it after that like this i think this track was set up for crazy entries and then if you can link the rest of the course great but 
it was only, yeah, it was, yeah the rest of it's like four for turns. low power cars you it's start like, off fast and it gets slower as i think that's why like every event i was at with there i had no clue that my car had no power because i didn't need to worry <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome and so like because it was i still had to clutch kick everywhere and third gear just did not work whatsoever yep. but that track never needed third gear unless you were ballsy and you were hauling and, yeah, and yeah. Like, well i should say that for, for something with a t56 and a and a 373 ran third gear is going to be tough there but i i know that there was a lot of people in 240s that had the really high rear end gear that were ripping third and fourth so this like, it, it all depends on the car too of course of course <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah man this i i really think some crazy drivers came out of richmond because of them Mm-hmm. I, there, there isn't events there anymore sadly there's a bunch of sketchy stuff that happens too bad uh, like, <laughs> like it, what exactly like oh, like um the event holder like was scamming people that's as much as i can say oh like, and so yeah like, you yeah, ain't gotta go too deep yeah either. exactly i don't like I, I i was not involved in it i thankfully did not get told like asked about it and i thankfully did not get um like possibly scammed but a lot of other people did Ooh. and so like i keep it at that because i don't like i don't want to i don't want to start no yeah you're fine you're fine yeah because it was a couple years ago um there hasn't been richmond events for a couple years because of it and the the first event back is whole new u.s drifts holding it this time so okay so so i we might finally have it back um uh and it's july 1st which is next weekend i don't know when this is going to be posted so like uh, two weeks and i know that people were missing it in richmond because five minutes after the signups happened sold out instantly oh, like, it was crazy oh wow i was like, I was like dude like, we're itching to get back. exactly because <laughs> it's it's a great place there's some crazy drivers out of there and i i learned a lot from those drivers oh, especially yeah. things and but other than that you go to summit point some ballers there too it's oh crazy, i'm sure dude. There, yeah crazy man because like i'm so glad i'm from that area because it, it the bad thing is it makes like i don't feel like i'm super good because mm-hmm. there's so many good drivers around like in the area it forces like, you to get better it, it, but like, that's it, why it that's what i love it to. like i was like like i love watching all the really good people because i wanted to get better that's why i tried doing the fun comp at, mm-hmm. at dominion because it was like i um i knew that like i'd get some good practice and possibly get some good drivers and this it looked it did not look like a fun comp when you see the name <laughs> so i was like yeah. i looked at it like oh this is my first comp and it does not should fun. i just back out now <laughs> yeah that's the same like, about this but it, it ended up i mean i got knocked out first try but like <laughs> but but i found a ton about my car because of it and i also got the the comp itch like i i i want to do another comp so bad now but i'm not going to spend crazy money on a comp ticket until i'm confident that the car's ready and i'm ready yeah. i don't think i'm ready like if there's a fun comp to sign up i'll do it 100 percent. but if it's like an actual like like straight up so is comp. that your goal do you want to eventually is like 100%. getting into comps is what you want to do yes yeah, sure. so like like i'm failing my way to the top right now like it's it's slow and steady right now but I, yeah. i'm doing that's how i think that's how i learn slow and steady gradually we all gotta fail and to get on top exactly so. i have so many failures <laughs> that's why i said like after like after like three years in i finally like stopped being like why do i keep fucking up and, and just went all right just accept it let's learn from every mistake and keep going to run it and it i've i've gotten a lot better like since then like not driving wise just how to work on the car and all the stuff like that because that's where most of my stakes came from well you mentioned that uh before you came up here so give me give me a little bit of rundown on some of the big issues that you had to deal with getting that car to the track even all right (laughs) so the um the first one back and relax yeah (laughs) so the first one i gotta think of it like i had so many stupid things that like 
like it was to the point where like a couple of them I'm like beforehand I would have been like how the hell could someone make that mistake like it's just of uh, I was doing some very stupid things like uh the transmission mount that's that's the first one uh we had because it was for the Ronin's kit for the swap it was a trans uh, um you had to dr- um drill out a couple holes and and cut a, um and chop off the old RX7 mount the, for the oh. transmission you have to try you have to chop the old transmission mounts off the rx7 because the um tunnel has it attached and um, oh so it doesn't just bolt in mm-hmm. the transmount doesn't just bolt into the chassis to, uh, well for swapping it like uh, oh okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. for swapping it and so you have to cut those out well uh that was one of the first things i did and i don't know why but i <laughs> cut it right off like directly off like whole <laughs> like, like whole mount right off like so like i had to go back to my neighbor I'm like hey carlos can you weld the hole for me? <laughs> SOS. <laughs> <laughs> and he had to like, uh, like he came back and I said like the first time he looked at it, he just started laughing his ass off. Like, <laughs> he's like, what? I knew you'd do something like that. <laughs> exactly. He's like, he's like, we got to start somewhere, bud. <laughs> like, Cause uh, he was building an RX, like an RX seven two an LS swapped RX seven two. He, that's how I got into it. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. He, yeah. He's like, he had just gotten rid of his S 14. And it was, it was, it was Good a choice. missile car. Like I was like, I looked at it and I was like, man, like coming from a, like never drifting at all. And the first drift car I see is his. I was like, this is beat to hell. And he's like, yeah. it's a missile car, baby. He said something like that. And I know that's like, and I was like, what? <laughs> what did you just say to me? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like all these dents and all these huge holes and squashed in sparks. That's character, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And drifting. Like, that's like, character for like, sure. And I was like, okay. whatever you say like that sounds cool and um uh, i think like a year or so later i came back and it was gone and he had an rx7 in there and it was rough shape like really rough shape Mm -hmm. and it had like an old like 350 v8 with just the block sitting in there it was just the block sitting there nothing else he's like obviously i'm not going to use this i was like we just got it for the chassis <laughs> so it just came and in the car it, it, came, it came in the car like i'm pretty sure he took it out and scrapped it or did something probably like that. Like it was, it was it rusted to, exactly it was rusted <laughs> to hell and uh he uh was pretty i, I looked at it i was like you're gonna actually like build that <laughs> like, right like because i'm i'm clueless at the time so i i didn't think like that that's like his like 10th car or whatever how many cars he had mm-hmm. and he's like like yeah he's <laughs> like this thing's dope like and you should um he's like you want to really get into drifting it's like you should do it with this car man and i was yeah. like oh i don't know dude yeah. like, I, like i don't like, I, like so. I was like i've i have no clue about cars i'm not gonna mess with that and he's like you can't keep saying that <laughs> he's like you, you, you like, will just keep saying that until like, you just exactly. do it exactly he's like he's like you gotta just do it he's like just build the car it's like don't actually build your drift car, by the way. I like, but I think, like, I think I needed to personally, just because mm-hmm. the way I learned that I needed to build the whole thing, like, learn it piece by piece. Cause I was straight up like, I'm, I don't have no idea where to start. I will be overwhelmed, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, then simplify it. Start with every piece one, one by one. So, like, once I like got the car, cause he, he like eventually like convinced me to get the car. Yeah, he's of like, course. Um, <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, as one car guy does. <laughs> exactly. Like, and so the first thing I did was I pulled the whole rear suspension out, and like he showed he showed me a bunch of RX seven forums because it was it was twenty sixteen forums still old forum days forums man. were still relevant. And, and uh, he um he said pretty much look at this, look up everything you can on the rear suspension, learn everything and how it works and mm-hmm. what you need to do, build the rear suspension, and once you know a hundred percent about that piece. Close it up and finish that, and then go to the next section of the car. 
and that and he's like he's like you will really learn cars that way and yeah like, oh, okay exactly he's like it might, might take a little bit but yeah and so first thing is just drop the subframe pulled it out I remember it was so fun. The first thing I did was he was like, he was like, yeah, get a torch and burn it out. I was like, you're saying I get to play with fire? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> was, Dude, you should have seen me trying to get the compression arm out of the fucking Z, the factory one. <laughs> oh my God, that bushing will rust itself to the frame stud. <laughs> so like it'll, it'll actually break some of the threads off. I have one of my, my, uh, one of the studs on there. It has some threads that are missing. I have to put a fucking spacer where uh, the lower control arm bolts up to just so that the, th the actual nut will grab and doesn't get to the part where there's no thread. It's a little sketch, but you <laughs> yeah. gotta sit there with a torch and then you have to get, um, I, I had to like basically just swing that arm back and forth until the arm came off, but the bushing was still on. <laughs> so I was like, fuck after that. And then I sat, I swear to God on each one, it did it on both sides. Each one I sat on, on the the little bushing with a torch for probably 20 minutes straight on each side and then i just got a pipe wrench and just started barely moving it back and forth until it finally fell off those are they're a pain in the ass oh, dude it is that's why i was really glad that i was able to just drop the whole subframe it came out completely which is a miracle because everything on that car i got so lucky with little things like once i like so i'm gonna go back when i picked up the car from the <laughs> from the uh from the the guy that i bought it from it was sitting in his yard um, he said it didn't run all that other stuff, blah, blah, blah. So like, I bought it for of 600 course. bucks. Like in 2016, I don't think you can get it. I, I bought my can, Z for 600 bucks. Yeah, but I don't think you can get an FCR 7 for 600 bucks anymore. That's why I was like super, super like happy Actually, about that. Actually, yes, you can. That yeah. one that I was just talking about, mm -hmm. Hunters, mm -hmm. he sold it, the chassis mm -hmm. for, it, well, it had like suspension, some suspension mm -hmm. arms and stuff mm -hmm. on it, 500 bones. Oh, okay. So there, it is possible still. Yeah, yeah. which possible. is great because you go on Facebook and you look up RX Seven. It's like people looking with like it'll like sitting and rotting in someone's yard. You can clearly see grass growing over it. And they're like three grand. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's like no, I post, dude. I posted mine for like six one time just to see what would. I didn't want to actually sell it, but mm -hmm. I just want to see if someone was dumb enough to fucking say, "I'll come get it." Yeah, exactly. Because if someone would have, I would have been like, all right, yeah, come get it. I'll go buy another one. I don't blame you there either. <laughs> yeah, but uh, uh, shockingly, like the guy was like, yeah, I'm going to do a high RPM VA build with it. And I was like, even me being clueless, I was like, why that? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. It, like, so like I, like, I guess the guy was just like imagining it in his head. But I remember looking over the car and going through it, fuel line completely disconnected. <laughs> like, it's like, okay, well, he might have just, I don't know why he did that. And went around looked at it made sure there wasn't any rust or anything like that because they've been sitting outside for a while mm -hmm. perfectly fine so like immediately like um completely bought it off from 600 bucks loaded it up uh oh yeah i should say this everything that i've done from the beginning on i had carlos come and pick it up for me <laughs> my, new, my neighbor like he he helped me with everything like I, I call him my mentor like i'm pretty sure like i guess you could say drift parents yeah, there like, you go. Like, I guess you could say your yeah. parents because like mentors hey, are like, the best thing to have. Exactly, because like uh, like they've they've been really amazing to me, and they have always taught me to I don't know how to say it. Like whatever. Uh, <laughs> you pull, pull Anyways, the, moving on. Yeah, exactly. Um, he uh he helped me pick it up. We we bought um once I got the car, immediately went to pick apart and got and got a five three. And um and he also came with slap it in the back of his truck and go next because I don't even think about it. Uh, yeah, sounds I, like Brandon. Whenever I got my 
my mentor whenever <laughs> I got started. Yep. He did this, exactly. all that same shit. And oh, I annoyed the piss out of him with questions too. <laughs> like, yep. I said everything. And I like, I didn't care how stupid it sounded. Like, I, like, I just was like, I immediately threw it out. I'm like, Hey, what about this? Do I need this? Should I go do this? <laughs> like, like, and like, I know for a fact, like half Will the, this like, kid fucking leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, except, like half the time, like sometimes he just didn't even reply. And that's when I knew, like, if he didn't reply, I knew it was a simple answer. Like that's the vibe I got from him when he did it. Cause he was always so nice to me on that stuff. But like, that's awesome. uh, but like, uh, like whenever really in person, and I asked a dumb question, like something like that, like you could, you could tell, like he, he would laugh and be like, dude, <laughs> Like that's what you're like. You're Take fine. a second, <laughs> think about that. Just think about <laughs> it. Exactly. <laughs> and so, uh, he anything that I did for the first year and a half or two, I'm pretty sure like he was involved in like going with it. Yeah. And yeah. Once like once I finally got to like a point where like I built like half the car because like going back to the suspension like mm-hmm. um was like burning out all the bushings, which was really fun. Like you go like, of course. Oh, only the first time. I know there's probably so many people like, how the hell do you think that's fun? I was like, yeah. well, hey, when you're clueless and you get to use a torch it. immediately, yeah. it's fun. It dropped all the way, like, like the stuff dropped out really easily. And I used all PBM bushings for the stuff. And nice. It looked all pretty. And, you know, I like, and because the car was out, I mean, because the whole subframe was out, I sanded it down and paint and uh, primered it and painted it just to look nice. Like at one point, the whole car besides the body if you looked under it everything looked brand new and fancy and painted like because i had so much time that once the once the piece was done like the first thing i did was the rear suspension i was Mm -hmm. like all right now let's make it look pretty and like it did the subframe and arms and i painted it um painted it gloss black i mean the gloss is gone by now (laughs) yeah of course but it looked it looked so sick at the time (laughs) it was like yes one of those turbo cans now exactly like oh i used a spray can everything (laughs) yeah yeah. have you ever used one of the turbo cans not yet oh my god i sprayed my helmet with one (laughs) and i i probably shouldn't have with my helmet with how much curvature like it has that those things are gnarly the spray (laughs) is like this wide for a rattle can and the can's like this tall it's gnarly you could paint a whole car with it like you like like it's just a normal gun dude i want to i want that you should do it i wish i wish i had that for when i was spray painting the car because i also painted the inside i'm at home depot (laughs) i'm about to grab them for sure next time because uh well thankfully because like i joined Mima's garage good old team now like yeah um uh ridge is a painter and he's he's gonna paint all the cars like he's already got it orange and crit and um chris the other guy already has his car orange it's an s13 with a v8 super sick ridge ridge always shreds in it and uh and chris has an s14 with an sr swap both of them are like super bright orange with uh black hoods and roofs and like uh and it's uh i recently joined and uh bryce also uh, i don't know how recently he joined but he doesn't have an orange car yet so that's why i said like i know he's like (laughs) i know he uh he joined not too long ago. Yeah, He's, yeah. They're, they're all from the Richmond area. They're boys because I I see them on on a lot. I I'm like an hour from them, so I can't really like hang out with them a ton. I, I wish I could. Oh, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But um, man, I I can't wait for when we finally get it painted. Like, because Ridge, when are we painting this car? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> have you ever painted a car before? No. Like any, oh, no, dude, that's it's a whole different feeling once it oh, comes yeah. out and you're done with it and you start peeling that tape. Oh, oh man. Yeah. You're like, yeah. this is a whole new car. Yeah, it's fucking can't fantastic. Wait, the car's been primered its whole life. So yeah. like, it's going to be weird to see it painted. But, oh, my kit is beat to hell. So even though it's going to be fresh paint, there's going to be zip ties everywhere still. Like, <laughs> like it, the, the side just skirt. Just fiberglass work. Do a little bit. Oh, the people keep trying to tell me to do it. Just I'm just so it. lazy. It's not that. It, it sucks. <laughs> it definitely sucks because it's very itchy. But if you do it properly, like. It's not that bad. I wouldn't be surprised if Ridge makes me do it. Because <laughs> like my, do it. my left side skirt, when I like that, that fun comp like that I was in, it was at Dominion Raceway with AMA Motorsports. They are awesome. I, we had to cancel like two weeks. They had to cancel the next Dominion, which was in two weeks. I was super excited oh, about no. it. Uh, the bunch of like weird situation, sadly. But coming back in October, though. And yeah, enough, not enough people signed up. Oh, okay. So, yeah. um, I think of a course. lot of it had to do with drifters sign up last second. And Domin- that is a big problem, man. Yeah. And Dominion wants their money at a certain time. Yeah, and which so- I I kind of understand it from the driver's standpoint, of course, because like you want to you want to wait and see if the rain's gonna be yeah, like that. you don't nobody really wants to drive in the rain anymore. Yeah, it's hey, I well, think it's kind of fun. I will say the, the the Dominion event, the fun comp I was at, it was raining. Yeah, <laughs> and it was the most fun I had ever had. Everything's in like, slow motion, it's man. Exactly- it's awesome. I was on the same set of tires the entire time. Yeah, it was beautiful. Like I, I had two. I got two events out of like out of Accelera six five ones. Does not usually happen. No. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, exactly. I used to go through Accelera's like nobody's business. Like, I mean, but they're a smoke tire. They're so awesome. Like every time they're on sale, I'll buy them. But like, I mine would make like, shit for smoke because I had my car so gripped up. I was like, oh okay. Yeah, ever <laughs> the last like year that I was driving that car. Never, you would never see a trail of smoke behind my car because it was just so gripped up. That, that's that's really how my car was for the first few years, but that's because it had no power. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was in limp mode, wrong. basically. Exactly. Like, like it was, at the moment I floored it, fuel pressure dropped. I didn't know it did it because I was clueless. I felt like it was like, so like every time like I hear it bog out, I'm like, well, it's not working now. Let me just clutch kick it again. And then it would start working. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like clutch kicking everywhere. Just, over, <laughs> like, just yeah. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Meanwhile, Carlos is like, you shouldn't have to clutch kick ever in a V8. Like, I remember him telling me, you'll never have to clutch kick in this. You can just floor it over and do easy stuff. It's like, well, he must have jinxed that one because <laughs> it's like I, I had not such, quite how it's working for me, yeah, man. I, I had such little power that I clutch kicked everywhere, and, <laughs> and um, I mean, it's now it's to the point where like clutch kick real perfectly now. I love it. Hell yeah! <laughs> and so like now I'm flooring it everywhere. It's because the car's at full power. It's it's great. Enters in, but when I like clutch kick, it swings so much harder than I'm used to. And like I finally gotten used to it, and it. I'm sure it like, taught you really how to drive the car. Yeah, I thought that's what I'm really excited. Like I was really excited about because I was drifting for the first few years at like 150 horsepower, and no one had any idea. Yeah, keeping up with and, the KA boys, exactly, there you like, go. And so no one had any idea. So like, th- like I love that I was able to link the track and keep drifting the whole time at with something with such little power. So mm. like, it it gave it like like a special thing. Like most V8 guys, like it's it's like a cheat code, but because yeah. I was so clueless. And have on, on having on how to build it and how to like make it run right that I had to learn to drift with no power anyways. <laughs> it's like the only thing that made it easy is the Bit torque was always the there. Butt. It's like the torque was always there, so that's a little thing that made it easy. Yeah, because I remember fair. like uh, I remember um, Brandon was in the car with me before I wrecked, and he was us uh, shredding around going on, and I remember him saying like, "Dude, it's like your car's at idle," because like <laughs> like when it, I'd throw it and enter and like I'd enter hard, and it would um. And I would just barely give it any gas. The car would be like, <laughs> and I'd be completely sideways yeah. the whole time. 
and like no one ever thought anything of it because they just assumed I knew my car was running right. Yeah, it, yeah. It, um, but the whole time it was just because it was it was like pretty much like trying to shut off at all times. <laughs> like, it, like if it wasn't the fuel pressure that was bad, my intake air temp would be way too high and it would cause it to go in limp mode or anything. Got those two fixed. Mm. Still wasn't right. <laughs> so Jesus. it's a, I, it really I, it really had to come down to the two fire situations. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, my car caught on fire twice before I even ever drifted. <laughs> first time i guess i just oh yeah i didn't torque down my car because i didn't know i was supposed to i think like when i built the car it's like again why would you think you weren't supposed to torque down what part <laughs> like, like just the whole car in general especially like the fuel line <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, nice. exactly. like so uh the an line wasn't all the way tightened and I'm pretty sure the fuel rails. Uh, I'm pretty sure the injectors weren't. Dude, like, AN lines come loose just for the fuck of it. I swear to God. I, I, when I that's the that same thing happened to my car whenever I first got it started. <laughs> the fuel, the right at the regulator, it was it came loose on the bottom. Like as I guess as you're tightening other lines, one will come just barely loose. It'll just start spitting out gas. So oh, I had yeah. to yeah, I had to go back and basically retighten every AN line. And oh, even if my shit is tightened, I have it all marked. I have every bolt marked now because I've so freaked out about fires yep. now and, and uh, that um, so like I have to look at and even when the line's still perfectly there, I still put a wrench there and make sure it's tight. Like I like I just like I don't trust anything now. because <laughs> so, the and line was loose, the um two bolts to the fuel line weren't even connected, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure the injectors weren't all the way in. I was so excited to start the car for the first time that I didn't care. <laughs> like and, 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 like I wasn't thinking about it because once I saw that like I had all like that everything was situated. It, um, uh, my funny thing is my friend Noah that had, that owns a shop, um, stopped by and was like, was like, yo, how's the RX-7 doing? I was like, actually, I'm about to start it for the first time. You should yeah. record it. <laughs> and so like he started recording it and like it's, it started cranking. And the second the fuel got to the rail, it, it dumped and they wasted no time to, to ignite. I have a video oh, of it. It's wow. so crazy. Like it's in it to me. Like, yeah, I will. It like, it like, cause they, they need to see it. Like it was at least like this high up oh like when it, when it initially did it because there's no hood like i didn't have the hood in it yeah. so it just went Phew. and i was like whoa and, like he immediately yelled ah! like, like shut it off shut like, it off exactly quick. like I, I shut it off and i ran over i had just bought the fire extinguisher it was still in the box it's <laughs> so i ripped the fire extinguisher out and i didn't know what to do i just ran over and just handed it to yeah, him here and, fix it and, like, and, and he goes he goes dude what the fuck just you should do this in your own fucking car with <laughs> and he's like sitting there like he's doing it like like immediately it's like all right, i guess i'm doing it but like he's yeah. bitching at me the whole time like what the hell are you not read the instructions when you bought this <laughs> like, thing exactly. like, like, and, and he immediately um put it out thank fuck <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was the halogen one so it didn't damage the wiring at all which yeah. ended up still not mattering because i caught it on fire again yeah. <laughs> it uh so that was the first time the car started so the uh, the excitement of the engine running didn't matter. Of course. Because <laughs> it, like, it was like, boom, boom. <laughs> it was just instantly. And um, I thought it was funny. Like, I was like, you know what? These RX-7 people will definitely think it's funny. So like, yeah. I posted it to the RX-7 for like the RX-7 Facebook group. And I was like, when your, when your RX-7 found out, your LS swapped it. Oh, I bet they had a heyday with it. that one. They, they loved it. Like, I remember it got a bunch of likes and people were like, oh, 
boom, boom, boom. It was like, and I was sitting. That's why you keep it rotary? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, It'll do the same rotary. shit. It's like exactly. I'm like, I'm like, like the whole time they're like trying to like justify like why it was this, um, why it was the, the dumbest decision. I was like, I'm just making, yeah. I'm making a joke. You know what like, happens when you mix more air with fire? Yeah, exactly. I was like, That's you get more joke. fire. I was like, any engine's gonna catch on fire if you don't tighten the fuel lines. Like, shut <laughs> up, dude. Like, <laughs> I did this as a joke. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, tell me, uh, tell me a little bit more about the FC problems, because a lot of people will say that, especially for drifting, you don't want FC problems when you are drifting. So, what does that, what does that technically mean? I've heard a lot about the the diff, like the mounts for the diff will break very easy, stuff like that. Yeah, so there's a ton of issues with the rear suspension. It's like practically a full semi, full trailing arm suspension. So it's no. always wanting to buck, uh, buckle yeah. in. I think the, uh, like Mazda designed it to where. Uh, to where like when you're into a hard turn it's like uh it's like mechanical four-wheel steering in a way so like when you're hard into a into a turn the uh, like into a like let's say a left turn the right mm-hmm. wheel the, the right arm is going to buckle in and help and help the, um, oh, okay and, yeah and help it push to the left more which is that's so perfect silly. for for road racing yeah but terrible for drifting because like it's like the arms moving the whole yeah. time there's no way to, to get any grip or to stiffen it out or like I mean, you're throwing it sideways and you're trying and you're trying to floor it and the arms buckling. So like mm-hmm. one wheel's like so one wheel's at like whatever alignment it's at and the other wheel's just like doing its That's own thing. So silly. So yeah, you have to get a bunch of PBM arms. There's a bunch of sphere um PBM has all the things you need. It's like a spherical. I know there's some sort of spherical bearing for the um the lower control arm. And then huh. there's like DTSS bushing that's for the side. And that's the one that like helps it like the wheels twist left and right, I believe. Yeah. So like when you replace it with the solid one, it keeps it straight. And, oh, nice. And um, when you have the spherical bearings in there and the um, the other things, I don't remember the name names of them. I just remember one of them spherical bearing, one was another thing because it was like I, I put this together so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it uh, it makes all the arms not move a muscle. It stiffens it completely out. Gotcha. So, so like okay. it, it, it still buckles a little bit because I know that like um the the drivers when you're getting it aligned they want you to toe in slightly yeah because even though the arms are are stiffened up I mean you floor it it's gonna squat a little bit well of course so, yeah. so like so uh, that's, to, that was my next question mm-hmm. what's what's like the ideal alignment setup for mm-hmm. that because on a Z you want to do the same thing because when it it squats mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure they it goes out a little bit whenever a Z squats yeah. and then mm-hmm. like e30s they'll mm-hmm. go in so you want to kind of point them out a little bit does that make sense uh yeah so the e30 is really i think it's pretty similar to how the fc's suspension is i'm i i, I just learned the whole like alignment thing like i, okay, I was running <laughs> like i was running like terrible alignment for years not knowing like i remember a couple people like we've been there like once i like posted like hey i got a new alignment they're like yo your old alignment how are you drifting that made it work like i I remember um i remember like when i first got like i got it aligned by like one of the drift nirvana guys um just because i knew that they would be able to do it right Mm. and this was before i wrecked and had a tube front or everything and he says hey dude like your thing's not completely straight (laughs) yeah yeah. it's like something's off about it and i'm always like i don't know (laughs) he's like he's like but like he's like i'm just i'm just saying like you go all the way to the left or all the way to the right one's gonna rub into the frame rail really bad and the other tire isn't it's like oh, that's, that's crazy a little weird what's going on there and i think my car was just tweaked or something yeah, like, yeah. and he, he's he wasn't really sure so like he he got it as best he could and it was still super super terrible <laughs> like the um the front was bad the rear suspension was way worse because i'm telling you the camber links on those rear suspend on the rear suspension is weird this 
the FC suspension uses one arm for camber adjustment. <laughs> it is so dumb. And it's on the left-hand side. So like, so the right, huh. so the right, uh, so the passenger wheel always is off. Yeah. Like, yeah. like unless you get a bunch of different things, like uh, a bunch of people were able to use the PBM camera links and all the other things with the camera arm and be able to get it zero zeroed out in camber. Wow. Never worked my way. Never, ever worked my way. One side was ne- like the best with the camber arm completely jacked, jacked up. Mm-hmm. One side on the left was like negative one and 1.5. And the, and the one on the right was like, was like negative two. It was crazy bad. That's and, crazy. And, um, uh, and I, what I found out is the, um, you have to, you had to run like adjustable camber links or uneven camber links. You see what I'm saying? Like, see what I'm saying? Like, cause that sounds fucking dumb. Yeah. So like there's one arm that goes, that attaches to the, the, the chassis and then uh-huh. attaches to the subframe. It buckles it up and down. And then there's two little camber links on one on the left hand and one on the right hand side. And they're, and they don't even sell adjustable ones anymore. I think you have to make them. Um, so, uh, you get, um, so I go to, I went to Ronin's. And the, he has three different stages of camber links mm-hmm. and three, three different, he calls them stages, but they're links. The lengths. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I took, I took the, the long, um, I took the very shortest one and put it on the right hand side. So it would, Ooh. so it would work. <laughs> uh, and then I put, um, and then the left one, I put the longest and, um, it finally like evened it out. I think it was, I think I'm finally at like negative 0.8 on the left and negative one on the right oh wow so you're still not getting even tired no, no, like that's what I, that's what i was saying like in order to get perfect you have to you have to get adjustables and they used to like if mazda tricks used to sell them but every time yeah. i've checked they were overpriced and they were and it said out of stock and i'm talking like out of stock for months so like i don't even think they make them anymore wow. yeah yeah so you have to because i remember like um Exactly. Huh. Like I, I might have to let Scotty play with my uh my FC. Yeah. He can figure something out. Yeah, I mean, it's like it might sound like a lot worse, but if you get the parts immediately, you would never know how hard it is. Wow. Like so, it's well, like, damn. All right. like yeah. The, I went through like th- like the PBM links. Then mm-hmm. I did like two different alignments, trying to figure out why the camera link would work. That's when someone told me about like the the links being adjustable because I didn't realize. I finally was like, you know what? Let's learn about it. I pulled the the camera link up and I started like messing with the arm and, and I saw like, I physically saw that like the wheel was like massively going mm-hmm. in and out w- w- when you go up or down. So I was like, wait, couldn't you just like use a shorter one and it'd be good. Yeah. And, yeah. And I use, I use the Ronin's V8 and tr- uh, the Ronin's V8 and the, the trans mounts. Um, so like I, I looked it up and I remember that he had some sort of camera links and mm. that's when I started getting, Oh, so this is why there's like different lengths. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought the, I bought those and it, it made so it much so much now. better. Yeah. <laughs> well, once I got the 488, I had to go through that thing all over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cause it, once you get the 488, you start, you have to weld a whole new mount to the back of the subframe and it creates a whole new pivot point. And so I, uh, I messed up and didn't install it. Right. I had, I had, um, Vencam who also did the tube front, um, for me, Tight. they, uh, they helped me with, the the doing the rear end and I was just going off the instructions and he was just listening to whatever I said from the instructions. Yeah, I didn't yeah. tell him that you have to use, I didn't know why, but there was a little Ford, like a rubber bushing. I think it's the thing that goes on top of like the diff, like a spare one. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just like a rubber piece in between and okay. it, uh, I didn't put, I didn't install that at all. And you're supposed to put that in between, in between the front diff, <laughs> front in between the diff itself and the mount that's welded to the subframe. So I, I had a bunch of washes there. I didn't think anything of it. 
And oh. once I finally like hit hit up running about it, like because I was running my, I, I ran like that car for like a year like that. Oh my god! <laughs> it is like the alignment was still super terrible. So I just assumed that uh, it oh, got there was even no worse. way for you to even tell that. Yeah, I, 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 I just assumed like oh, it was just uh, the um camera links. I need to adjust the camera links again or blah 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 blah. And that's when like I finally like was googling stuff because when I finally went to change my rear end out, I changed to a, mm. from a three seven three to a four ten thinking that I needed to because I had no power. I thought that that's what it was. Yeah. And totally wasn't it. But hey, Damn. I'm glad I have four tens now because like now it's <laughs> awesome. Like it works Much better. So it definitely works. So, but I'm glad that happened because once I pulled it out to do the gearing, I started like putting two and two together why it didn't work. And then mm. I asked, I asked Joel who, 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 um, who runs the Ronin and he was like, yeah, that's supposed to be in between there that whole time. That's, that's how you, that's how you adjust, that's how you adjust the, um, I hate those moments. <laughs> yeah, like, that's how you adjust the, uh, the uh, the pivot of the drive shaft what is it called like the um with the the pivot uh, where the diff is mounted in the drive shaft there's like a a percentage of it so like um how it goes how much it goes up or down or aligned oh, okay I, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about yeah that's um that rubber thing was was there to like help with that because you can tighten it harder gotcha. or you can loosen it up and it'll and it'll it'll pitch back up and forth and it actually mm. moves the subframe and that the whole reason that camber arm is only picks up and down the subframe is because that's how you adjust how that's how they wanted you to adjust the camber wow. was through the subframe like pitching forward and back once you once you set the subframe you then finally tighten it back up it's weird you have to loosen yeah, yeah you have to loosen the subframe slightly to to like really adjust your camber the right way and then you tighten it back up <laughs> god <laughs> wow and there could be easier ways to do this that like i didn't know about but like i'm Straight up YouTube. If there is, let us yeah. know in the comments. I was like, I'm straight up YouTube mechanic. So like everything I've learned with the FC was off of like YouTube or forums. So like if you're an FC dude and I'm completely wrong about something, please tell me because I want to learn. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. YouTube University, baby. Yes, exactly. Like Hell yeah. <laughs> so since you have dealt with so many, like, I guess, issues with that car, what's the what's like the most ghetto fix you've had to do? <laughs> dude, uh that's um Damn, I can't think. <laughs> it could either be at the oh, track I got one. or... Okay. okay, so no, no, it wasn't even a ghetto fix. It was just me saying like, this is all I have, whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, okay, and, yeah. And it was like um, uh, my oil pressure gauge. I had an old oil pressure gauge. <laughs> By the way, that thing didn't even work right. I was I was so clueless. I didn't even know that it wasn't working right. I just thought I had that high of oil pressure. Like when I when I would hook it up, whenever I'd floor it, it would just pin to 80 like it would pin to 80 psi the and then it would lift and it would that's be, not right it says we were like idle it says i'd idle at like 55 and so like i'm like that's definitely not it so as long as the as long as this thing's moving i know i got oil pressure yeah. <laughs> it, it, but that wasn't even the bad part it was the wires that i were using that i was using to connect it was house wire oh <laughs> it's my like, god it's so like it was like super super thick and i didn't think i didn't know why house wire the like why house house wall i can't even i see. still couldn't even tell you yeah, dude like it's uh, a, i hate well, wiring it's the only passion. difference that i saw is house wire is super solid copper and there's no like strands and it's not flexible so like it's it's like it's flexible in a sense that you can mold to where you want and it's super stiff but yeah. if you try to like wiggle it around or anything that thing will snap and so like i shaped it to where like it worked right put it through a hole and like hooked it up and just never thought anything of it Oh was like, my god! And so, like, until Sketchy. I until I switched to the Holly, I had that I had I had my oil pressure running off of um house wire. <laughs> <laughs> Don't use house wire. <laughs> Long story short, yeah, so, 
Oh my God, that's crazy. I, I know you're talking because I used to frame houses and stuff mm -hmm. uh, whenever I turned 18. Mm -hmm. So I've seen house wire and mm -hmm. messed with it before, but I don't, I hate wiring so much. <laughs> but that's why we have a uh, 5% off on wiring specialties. Hey. Use code Circle of Drift. Sorry, I had to plug that. Yeah, yeah I get it. I get it. Because <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, let's see. Oh, I hated wiring at first, mainly because I was so clueless and how confused I was. Like, I'm talking like I freaked out, like at, um, at just like the prongs and stuff. I, like, I don't know why I oversimplified, like, I over, over difficulted it. I don't know. Yeah, what to yeah. Say right now, but overcomplicated. Overcomplicated. Yes, yeah, there we go. Cool. I don't know why I can't speak. <laughs> <laughs> um, the four different prongs. Like, I remember hitting up uh, my buddy from iRacing, Ricky, who also helped. He also wired the um, the first time. Mm -hmm. um, couldn't get couldn't get help to wire get wiring help for um, the holly. So I was all by myself on that one. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I went through that, and it was real real difficult at first because mm -hmm. I was freaking. I was like, Ricky, what prong do I put where? Do I put, <laughs> like like <laughs> do I do I put the positive on the top or do I put it on the left or put it on the right? And he, and, he, and he would just he would just be like dude ground is this trigger wire is this and positive wire is this and i'm like that doesn't help where do i pull? like like <laughs> just what? tell me where to put the wire yeah that's exactly it. That's, that's all i'm I like do i know. plug the wire here or whatever and and he's just like dude you're good you could you could, you could figure it out like because i don't know what else to say with this and simple google search simple, try that first and so like i i really just finally found like a post of someone literally like a video of someone literally doing what i was like plugging it in yeah the right thing. and once i saw that i was like boom i understand it completely now and that's, dude, that's and, and, exactly how i am it doesn't matter how much you tell me about what what i'm asking if i don't see it visually I'm not going to be able to comprehend it. And I immediately cranked out like, a relay panel, put them all all four spots, like brand new uh, brand new relays, and put every wire to each spot. And and I even used the, um, a ground bus, mm -hmm. and I made sure I was like, hey, is this ground bus wired this way or anything like that? And he goes, dude, you could work for me now. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, sweet, because this was purely YouTube and me asking you a bunch of questions. Oh yeah. He's like, he's like, well, I. Definitely didn't help you out enough to where you got there. So you're definitely farther than a lot of other people. That looks really good. You can learn so more from YouTube than college. I swear <laughs> on my life, dude. 100%. College but, is the biggest waste of money. Never, never mind. That, yeah. that has nothing to do with drifting. <laughs> Anyways. I know I get it. Because, um, well, speaking of nothing to do with drifting, well, it kind of does. Um, iRacing. I uh, got involved in that because when I first built my sim and tried to drift, I had no idea how to mess with this, the wheel. I had no idea how to use the wheel. So when I tried to drift, nothing worked at all <laughs> and so i was like ah, let, let, let's try something else i went to i went to iRacing and signed up and started doing a bunch of different um cars there yeah and that place is serious you have to you have to be on on point with the line on point with your breakpoints, and on point with how hard or how little you hit the gas and if you don't wreck yourself out someone else is going to plow right through you unless you unless mm. you're very predictable and i think something to do with like holding that line being super predictable and being super clean with iRacing helped translate over to drifting because drifting's all about the lines yeah, yeah. and stuff like that and i think that's my biggest struggle i have i i struggle at holding the right line or being on the right line like with drifting i think like once i get that down i could really like do some damage in competitions and all that but, just like, comes with being comfortable in the car once you get it set up to where it you you're confident in it drifting well mm -hmm. you're you'll really start pushing the limits that's kind of where i was getting to before i well i kind of where i was whenever before i took the car down because especially at places like beach bin where it's you're just surrounded with walls 
like you, you kind of you have to build that sense of no fear because you're you're throwing it like 60 miles an hour at a wall yep and just like committing to the line and hoping that you don't go straight into it yep but. I still struggle with with walls because, like, man, like I I don't have many footage of me like running a wall because I've like mm-hmm. I, yeah I'm I'm confident now and not afraid to wreck, but because I hit that wall so hard and when I when I did yep. wreck, like it was it was something that like it's a little in the back of my mind like yeah you don't really need to run the wall just practice just like yeah and. Oh, I can feel myself starting to get to the point where I want to run the wall, though. So, yeah, like, I get too eager, once, yeah, like, especially nah, at Beach Bay. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, that wall looks so cool, though. I want to be up there. Yeah. And then you get up there and you realize it's very slippery because of the marbles. <laughs> oh, that's a good point, too. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I um, now that like my, my hydro works enough to where I can actually adjust my line, I was like, sweet. I can finally do faster entries and not freak out. Like, And I went, so I was at Shenandoah Raceway. In, in the Shenandoah Valley. Mm. Love the place. Swing set LLC. Jason Richardson holds it. That dude yeah. is awesome. Like, and, yeah. he's a, and he's so laid back. Like you, it doesn't matter when you show, show up, he'll tech your car when you get there. Like it's like, so you, that's how Clarksville so, is. Yeah, oh, that's, that's great. I'm glad you got something like that too. Cause half like, the time I, if I showed up late, I just literally went out on track. A lot of the they good drifters, check. <laughs> a lot of the good drifters with Shenandoah, they don't show up till like one or two. Like, yeah, and they, no. they stay all the way into the night. And I completely get it now. I think I'm gonna start doing that too because it's it's so much more fun. Like because the first half is like most he people's cars break by then. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point too. <laughs> you get more seat time. Yeah, way more seat time. Oh, the hot lapping there is pandemonium. Like it's it's super cool because like how um consistent and thoughtful people are like they're no one's assholes no one's running you down no yeah, one's yeah stuff like that but there gets a lot of cars on that track like at sometimes and it, it gets sketchy but it's really cool how like everyone's able to come together and be like really calm about it and not crazy yeah unless yeah. That's you, how unless it's your boys unless it's your boys like yeah. then you're like yo screw everyone else around us let's run let's play doors. bumper cars <laughs> let's yes. do this <laughs> so um i i had that uh I had that happen once. Thankfully, that was fun. <laughs> yeah, down here at uh, Mid Pond in Alabama, they do. That's what they're kind of known. I love that track, man. I will always advocate for that track. But they constantly do hot lap. That's the only thing they'll do. And you can technically only have, I think it's five or six cars out on track at once because it's an old go kart track. It's very small and technical and stuff. But yeah, you get out there and you start hanging with everybody else, the the bigger boys out there. You gotta, you learn, you have to fucking keep your drift. You gotta keep it in drift. You gotta link the track so that you don't hold anybody else up. There's a sense of urgency to hot lapping. And I love that. That's true. That's a good point. Cause, um, uh, yeah, my area, the, the hot lapping tracks, there aren't really like that big. So, like, it's, it's not necessarily yeah, yeah. a thing. Like, the situations where one car is really slow and one car is really fast behind you, it doesn't happen a lot because, there isn't a bunch. Well, of it's not really that. It's just like if you if you mess up and oh, you spin okay. like you almost spin out, but you kind of catch yourself. Like there's a car coming up on your ass pretty quick. Oh. So you got to learn to you got to link the fucking track, and especially it being a road course, like you don't want to go off into the grass. It's extremely muddy there if it rains like for thirty minutes. So you're, I don't know. I I love the fact that that urgency is there. In my opinion. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a good point because I, I do love Shenandoah for the hot lapping with that. But, yeah, there's with, with Shenandoah, there is a, there's every type of drifter. Like, I, I swear, like, every tra- out of every track, Shenandoah is the one that has the most novices, which mm. is which is yeah. which I love because that, that means, like, there's more people learning. Yeah. More yeah. people getting into it. And uh, 
but like it makes it tough for hot lapping there which is super super fun you get a bunch of wild things i i, I like i treat it as like hey saving on tire then it's 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 like if someone spins out in front of me and i have to slow down i'm like all right well i'm about to save on tire maybe i need to cool down the car like it's yeah, so that's true. It that that's way. Good way like, to think about and it. i start looking down i'm like yeah car's getting hot yeah thank you dude a good idea i was like thank you dude i was about to keep shredding <laughs> so like, and, oh and, yeah you can fall into that trap really easy at like, mid pond oh it's th- I, I get it. I want to go yeah. to Mid Pond. I've heard so much about it, um, especially because it's a super tight and technical. That's mm-hmm. how um, that's how Richmond used to be, and there isn't many uh, tracks like that. Like it's a lot. E- Summit Point's a whole different story. Those oh, tracks sure. are crazy. Like yeah. I, I still have trouble linking the course on those tracks. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like it's uh, like it blows my mind that like the the drivers that show up there that can just yeet the whole track, shred it consistently and not care because like that place is tough there's so much different there's so many different types of um elevation changes and weird stuff like i still haven't even tried the bowl yet there like um it's like the the closest thing to a nurburgring turn that there is like in the um i don't know if there is another place in the country that has a nurburgring turn like it so like you can doubt it it, because like the people get clips of one of one guy shredding the top half and the other guy shredding the bottom half it looks so cool (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) that's awesome um because uh, that's like if you really want to like learn a ton of technical stuff definitely shenandoah i mean not shenandoah uh, summit point yeah because the, the the tough part about it is it's the only way you can really like learn is if you're tandeming with the people or you're in their passenger seat because the track's so big and there's so many elevation changes that mm-hmm. spectators can't see a ton of it like, gotcha, it's a, okay so like there's a bridge for when the, the so it's confusing because there's a Shenandoah Raceway and then Summit Point has a Shenandoah Track. <laughs> so like, so like the Shenandoah Track is the one where you, where people can see the most of it happening, and that's the one that has the the Nurburgring turn, gotcha. stuff like that. Um, okay. But this, the main course, <laughs> now that gets gnarly. You have to drive fast. I haven't even tried it yet. <laughs> like, what's the what's and, t- what's the speed for the entry? Of, it's got to be at least over seventy or eighty because, um, have. Have you seen Luke Fink's Corvette? Oh yeah, she has a crazy backy on like um at Summit. Yes, that's yes, main. okay. That that's main. <laughs> like, oh fuck! <laughs> like it's, I see that happen. I'm like, he made that look so easy. Yeah, <laughs> like that's crazy. Like because like whenever I do go there, like my first entry is gonna be like forty or fifty, and even then I'm gonna be like, eh. and I I know it's not gonna work because because you have to like you have to hit it that hard to to be able to set your car up for the right line throughout the whole section. Mm. It's cause like, that's I've, how NSS is up here. It's like a hundred plus mile an hour entry into a long ass sweeper. It's dude. so fun, but it's scary as shit. Yeah, the first couple imagine. times you do it. Oh, cause yeah, that is something else I wanted to, um, wow, sorry. I didn't mean to like cut you off. There. Oh no, I just completely <laughs> lost my train of thought. Like with it, um, how, Damn, yeah, how difficult Maine is. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. it's going down. So, like, going back to the simulator, like, I've never touched Maine drifting in real life, but I have a ton of laps in the sim on Maine. <laughs> and just because, like, every, like they have a they have a, a race every week, and usually mm. the race is uh, follows the race series, the real-life race series. So, okay. like, it makes it so the, the real drivers can practice on the track the same week that they're about to do a real-life race. So gotcha. that, um, so like whenever Summit Point comes along, I'm like, I just want to do it because it's my home track. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, and so I'm just shredding in GT3 cars, just flying through it, and I'm just like, I just like, it's just wondering, like, it's so much harder to do a drifting. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, sure. Because like, it, like, 
you go out and then in and you just run through it and there's like a very specific line with the gt3 with the gt3 and i'm about to actually go back and run it and see if the it run if the drifters run the same line as the race cars because i'm curious about that because if it if that's the case i'm really going to start using like, it have to be relatively it. the same like it's in a way be. like because i know the, the times that it'll be different is when they have is when we have to like adjust and transition our car for like a longer speed. yeah because yeah. that's when it starts slowing down times and makes it to where the line is different from road racing but um, I really think that like, that's probably the thing that's helped me the most. And the people that I've gotten that I've, I've, I've learned from iRacing has helped out tremendously too. Uh, it's like a team. It was, an, I joined like an endurance racing team just to like when I first joined Oh, cool! just yeah. for the fun. Cause like it was fun boy for endurance racing. Like most of them were doing oval racing at the time. That's how, that's how I met Ricky. Cause Ricky does modified racing and gotcha. he also travels for work. And so just so happened when I was getting like a wiring and when I was about to get my wiring done, mm-hmm. he was in Virginia. So I was like, yo, dude, let's meet, let's meet up and do my wiring or whatever. Like you can stay, like you can stay at the house. And he was, he was so happy to do that. And I was excited because like, I was able to get away with not learning wiring. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. Who needs it? It's like, <laughs> so like Ricky did wired my whole car for me before, um, uh, when I did the Terminator X. So if it wasn't for iRacing, I would have never had that. And, and it's crazy to think about. And that's just one piece, of, one piece of the puzzle with it. Like it's the endurance racing with that is really fun because you have to have multiple drivers and you run it and it's like 12 and 24 hour races. And yeah. so, so like when you can run the same exact line for hours and hours and hours, it like I think it's starting to like really help me with trying to learn holding the line with drifting because i don't know what it is i just have such a bit pattern recognition exactly yeah it's like so i'm now i'm thinking like if you can do it in a race car you can do it in a drift car with a little slightly bit of difference yeah Mm -hmm. yeah just more loading the car up (laughs) absolutely yeah hell yeah well i know you wanted to talk about kind of actually you mentioned it a little bit earlier but the differences between Drifting community and just the regular car community. <laughs> Dude. What bone do you have to pick? <laughs> Dude, it's, it's not necessarily a, a bone. It's just I can't stand that, like, the car meet community is so judgmental. And they care so much about, like, if you have real wheels, they care so much about, like, you know, like what parts you buy. They care so much about your kit. They care all this other stuff. And it's just, like, I've always had an issue with, like, other people trying to tell you how to spend your money. I agree with like, that. It's like time, it's yeah. like it's like dude, I don't care. If you honestly, if you care that much, please pay for $3,000 wheels for me. <laughs> like I would love that. If not, I'm gonna, I'm, ha- I'm happy with my $500 sets of wheels. Like I have Where are you uh, finding $500 sets of wheels? It's like, on marketplace probably. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I bought I bought eight wheels when I first got in uh, when I first got into drifting and it was a fake wheel company and they like um Carlos is the one that knew about it. He told me, hey, these wheels, they're fake, but they are prime and they're lightweight. For yeah. for fake. Only for being fake. And that's how those carbines like, are on my Z. Yep. They, they're a dead company now. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't exist. It's like shit. Like it's like I the, wish my, they I, did. I'm, man. I'm surprised. I'm surprised my company is like the company that I bought the wheels from isn't dead because uh, their their customer service is terrible. <laughs> like, yeah, like and so um but uh they I had um I bought the like the first set I bought off of them was off of a kit he, carlos bought him two for his wheels okay so so he bought a total of 12 and i just like bought in with him and bought four so it made it cheaper yep. so that's how i made it 500 bucks but then when i bought the next set of them for spare for spare tires 
I think it was like 600 because it was only it's still not bad. It's still yeah. not bad. Like $1,100 into eight wheels, <laughs> which is perfect. And the other thing about like going with real wheels is like, I'm glad I didn't because one of those, one of those uh, spare wheels uh, that I bought when I hit the one had the wreck. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I have a clip of it. I can show you, the, like I can show you so you can see the, the podcast or whatever, but it, um, I turned in and I went straight into that wall, right into it. The passenger side wheel was the first point of contact. And it's still oh. straight. It's still it's still <laughs> my same spe- steer wheel, steering wheel. Like like that. Those two gray wheels up front are the same exact wheels from the wreck. It's just, that's but funny. Like, but when I flipped, when I, when I twisted back and hit the wall, I was still had so much momentum that like the car rubbed backwards and grinded down the wall. So that yeah. one rear wheel has this massive chunk. Like I'm missing out of it. And I looked at it and I was like. It didn't even break or I mean, it, it it obviously broke, but it didn't crack. It just grinded its whole piece out of it. And I'm yeah, like, I'm like, these wheels are worth it. <laughs> like, yeah, for six hundred bucks. Yeah, exactly. Like, Shit. He's, he's like, they all talk about like cracking and hitting the bumps and stuff like that. Well, I, I hit a Jersey wall at like I destroyed 50. four wheels my last event that I before taking the car down, and it was just from like I was I was being a dickhead. I knew it was my my last event, so. Uh, <laughs> I came around and I, d- I hit a pothole. There was a little tiny pothole and it debuted the tire. And I, the crowd's right there in front of you too. That was the like the good corner where everyone can see it and everyone's recording. So mm-hmm. I was like, fuck it. And I stomped on it and I just bare wheel, thing. dude. And it was, yeah. <laughs> I did that a couple times. <laughs> <laughs> see, like I completely get it. But like once I saw that, I was like, I love these wheels. Yeah. I just, I like, I tried to, I tried to replace the spare one for them. And I, and I hit the people up like, yo, like I see you don't have these wheels in stock yet with this color and this size. Like when will you, I just need one wheel or whatever. And like, they kind of replied like, look online. It should be there. And I just like, I was like, no dude, like I just need one wheel at a specific size and a specific color. I got into a wreck. So I just need one wheel. And he's like, well, what's like, what we have is what's online. I was like, you know, I'm not even going to buy anything now. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'll buy new wheels. I was like, no, I was like, I didn't even buy new wheels. I was just like, you know what? I only have six wheels now. <laughs> like, I was like, I was like, whatever. Like I have the, the, the other wheel that like survived yeah. still has the same tire from the wreck just sitting there. Like it was just, cause it has, it has some <laughs> tread spare. left. It has some tread left. So like whenever I have a situation where I have like one decent tire and one wheel, like, go. I'm going to slap it on and be like, bet I can finally use this one again. Oh <laughs> like, yeah. That's how NSS is. Cause it's mostly right or left turns so you're getting you're eating up the right tire a lot more than the left so <laughs> that's just like that with yeah. shenandoah raceway too <laughs> Sick. Yeah, yeah i had um the entries that i did like it was the last event i was at um when i i think i aligned the car a little bit too far inward like mm. towed in because uh when i yanked it for my like for one of my first like quick entries you like i i can see i watched the video that was recorded like it went in and you can see like the inside part of my tire, the whole inside part of the tire just fly in the air. Like in D-Lamp. And, and accelerate, like, but not, um, six, five ones usually do not D-Lamp. So I really think oh, it was, yeah. I, I think it was cause I, I have, that's what I was in. on when mine D-Lamp was six, five ones. So, oh, okay. Surprisingly. So, um, not, not D-Lamp. What is it called? Um, the tread rips off of it. What is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, that, uh, um, Oh, was, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. meant, it was yeah. only the inner piece because because when I was uh, oh yeah because when I was uh, shredding around like I started hearing like flapping like the tire flap and I was like what the hell I was like these yeah. tires are like pretty fresh like they shouldn't be almost dead yeah that, like, that'll like, piss you off real quick oh dude. it did like it was to the point where like when I pulled back into the uh, I pulled into the drive um into the par- parking lot and ran right up 
immediately started jacking it up like what the fuck is this stuff <laughs> and the whole time i was bitching my arm was rubbing up against my hot exhaust and i was so mad i wasn't even paying attention to it so oh. i was like oh damn it was like look and like i mean it was two weeks ago but it's still there like it's, it's yeah, exactly like it's still there like it's a little oh, little tattoo funny. but it um it really took the whole thing it was all wire everything else was there it was all wire and i went Paid way too much for these tires. I'm still going out. I don't care. Of course. Yeah, so I just kept driving. I kept driving. I think they I blow, drove. I blow. think I drove for another two hours with them. Damn. <laughs> exactly. Like because I, I flipped them. <laughs> I, like I took the left hand side and I swapped them to the right hand side. So the so the other side would start getting the piece out of me. Yeah, the piss beat out of it. Because whenever I hit the end, the entry is a hard left on the oval. Yeah. So yeah. um the the driver side one is the one that like pulled all all the tire out. So I swapped it over to the right hand side, and went completely fine it was shredding around that the other the tire that i swapped over never ripped off the tread never did anything like that so i was kind of like what's going on here like why is it not doing it then i figured out that the right hand side uses way more tire so i had to switch it back because i was going to burn whatever yep. was left before i burned the other one. Oh yeah so once i switched it back i did two runs and i did the fastest entry like i could not remembering that like that it's wire so like the inside part of it is not giving me any grip and th and threw it in like as hard as like at least I can. It wasn't. Yeah. It was. It was. It was definitely fast for Shenandoah. The people like the people like damn. Like let's go. <laughs> but it was. It was nothing like special to where like you would like look at like it would go viral and you think it was really cool. But once it once I went sideways and I was completely like full on sideways sparks flying everywhere like i'm so sad that no one recorded like the guy that could have recorded it like i did it too fast like and uh. it's like it's like and as you can see it in the video that that was that was recording the guy was like nah too fast i was like no because <laughs> like because like, like, the video that i saw the cage was blocking the view of the sparks and the smoke uh, so like, okay, so yeah. like i the only chance i had was with that guy Damn. And and every and every other cameraman was was picturing the uh, was picturing the other side of the car, because so, ah. so everyone saw the sparks, but no one had the like so like all the cameramans didn't see it, but like that one cameraman was like, damn, like I wish I should have got that <laughs> shit. My <laughs> bad, buddy. Like, and I was like, I'm so like, dude, that would have been so sick. But yeah, like, but once once the sparks flew and went everything, I think three turns, poof, tire pops. <laughs> Uh, so the end of the day awesome. early there <laughs> hell yeah well since you've gone through so many uh mishaps well give me your best piece of advice for anyone just getting into drifting uh don't overbuild the car i mean i think a lot of people say that oh no not even don't overbuild the car don't be afraid to ask a bunch of stupid questions and look like an idiot like i could care less i've gotten to the point where if I care less, okay. My girlfriend it? gets on to me for saying that all the time. <laughs> I couldn't care less, <laughs> but like I, um, I will. Damn, I just lost my. <laughs> 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 ah, oh, like, it's like, so like, don't forget to ask. Yeah, ask um, stupid questions. Yeah, don't don't be forget afraid. to ask. Like, don't don't be afraid to ask stupid questions because like, I have when I'm not a hundred percent sure that uh that I know what's going on or I'm going to do it. I'll ask someone that does, but I'll ask them in a way that sounds like I'm completely clueless because people will explain <laughs> stuff way better when they think you're an idiot. Like it, that's so, very true. So, so like, I don't care that, I, that that people think I look like an idiot because like I ask the dumbest questions in a row. <laughs> but like the people will ask it like they'll, they'll, a lot of the times some of them will probably like kind of like I'm in, like a retard. Like, like so I should have said that. Like, like <laughs> the elevator reached the top floor. Like exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, exactly. Like it's like so they'll be like okay. So you need to you need to make sure that you torque it to this. 
and the year to go this way. And like, Stupid. And, like, you know, and I'm sitting there like, I already know what you're saying. I just need that little tidbit that I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and like, I know. And once I, once I get that, I'm like, bet. Thank you. You're the best person ever. <laughs> it's, it's like, go like, I know I did that a lot with like, um, with, uh, Tucker from Richmond. He has a B5 Audi that he drifts. He, he, yeah, he's yeah. a real drive. So it's, Dude, it's awesome seeing that B five shred or oh, B four. Sure. I don't. I, do, Whatever. The sorry, hell it Tucker. Is. I, I, don't I don't know my Audis either. I don't know. I don't know any stuff like that. But um, he uh he helped out with when I did my um four ten like uh, the four ten oh, swap. Okay. So like I I asked him like a million questions like Hey, is this the right uh, is this the right lash? Am I doing the right thing? Does this look right? Yeah. Or, or do a thing or Hey, this will not come out, and I've broken this. I'm really pissed off. Like <laughs> like. And so like, he'll be like, he was, he was the guy that's like, Oh, you're probably good. Chill out. It's okay, dude. Like yeah. um, you can get something else. You can do this one thing. And, uh, I remember he was the, he's the, one of the last person that like, I asked really stupid questions and he was really nice about it. So um, that's good. I, I think he gets to the vibe. Cause, um, it's hard to find somebody that's going to be a dick about it. <clears throat> drifting at least. Oh, exactly. Well, they're not going to be a dick. They just won't answer. Like, oh, yeah. exactly and so like, like come i on, actually bro. like i actually like that better like I, I like it like instead of them being like instead of them like getting mad or anything they just mm. don't answer because like, and a lot of the times like i i see so that as like funny. it's like if i get no answers i'm like all right this might be easier than i think and then i and, and then i go back and relook at it and so i was like i really have no ego when it comes yeah, to that like, yeah i like i i could care less couldn't mm. gotcha <laughs> gotcha bitch oh <laughs> Yep. but well cool ah, that was awesome well um i guess plug yourself plug your people anything uh anybody you want to shout out uh oh uh definitely shout out Mima's garage little team uh i also have um shout out neutral needs they are a uh, what's it? um justin kirkland is the owner and he also is um the form formulator of it i guess he was the chemist he's the chemist Chem okay okay and um so he he does everything with with the products and they've helped me tremendously with um with my health and my situation like that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And oh, I also, the, the whole Saturn thing. I only have to say it just because like, I know my friend would get mad about it because right, like, he it. wants to hear like, so like he used to have this supercharged Saturn, um, ion red line. Mm -hmm. It might sound like shit, but those things were low key fucking badass. <laughs> like, like, uh, like it was, um, they came supercharged from the factory. Yeah. It was, it was supercharger yeah. turboed and they were sick. They're just front wheel drive. Like we were on the way on the way, um, from a buddy, uh, to a buddy's house. Uh, buddy Pat was in the front. He was in a Trans Am in a WS6. Okay. Um, I think it was a WS6. Uh, and, um, Oh, it might just be a regular Trans Am. He was in the Saturn, and I was fall and I was following him. Dude, in the Trans Am turns to the uh, turns to the right into his street. Um, the Saturn, he suddenly whips it and tries to drift. Oh. <laughs> it goes sideways, and so he goes sideways. He rips completely sideways, and so I need to explain like the the like building. There's a huge rail. There's a big telephone pole, and then there's a huge ditch, like like a drop off oh, ditch, God. like a drop off ditch, oh, and then into no. a person's yard. With with another ditch, and then a massive tree to the right of that ditch, with also their fence, and <laughs> so like he slaps the uh, he turns into the right where, where the guardrail's at, goes completely uh, goes completely sideways, but he floors it with the with his tire still turned to the left, so it grips up and yeah, uh, it grips up and points with the points back. points right towards the telephone pole, so he yanks it to the right to avoid the telephone pole. 
and then it causes a snap oversteer and it just sends him right off the ledge. <laughs> I was like, and it sends him right off the ledge. And when I, was, I was watching this in slow motion. This car is mid-air pointed right at the massive tree. And I was like, oh no. Like I already know these these two dudes that hit his brother never wear seatbelts. So I'm like, oh God. Oh, like, it's like he goes right towards it once he hits air like a good three feet. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he he told me he's like, he's like, it felt like 10 minutes in the air. Like, <laughs> I'm sure. Like, exactly. I was like, especially when you're staring right at a tree. Like, and, and he goes, once he hits the ground, thankfully there was enough room for him to bounce to the left and he slammed into the ditch and the ditch just punch and it stops him completely oh, right in his tracks. Okay, that's good. But he least. was but he parked and once it stopped, the tree is right in the passenger door, like against <laughs> the passenger door. And then the, the other person's fence is to the left of it. And dude, he he gets out looking like Squidward. <laughs> like, <laughs> because it's like he smashed his like nose and he's like, huh. like, like, it's like, it's like, it's like he's like, I need to um I'm okay. <laughs> but like oh and like God. the whole car is smoking. There's steam everywhere because in the coolant is spewing in this guy's yard. Like, and the neighbor yells like, are you guys okay? And he's just like, like kind of like half of it. And he's like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. And like his brother's like, like out of the passenger seat, like walks out like days, like fuck. That <laughs> <laughs> just get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then Pat, the one with the fire, the trans am, he didn't even realize that it happened. He went to his house, turned back around and found out. It was like, he got out of the car. Like, Whoa, damn what, what I miss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, damn what I miss. Like, and, um, He's like, like once they like finally like realized like they're in someone's yard, they're like, oh shit, he gets back in the car. It starts right back up. No but way. But it's steam, like there's steam everywhere though. Like, and he's like, he immediately like, he's what like, this, champ, though. he's like, this thing's totaled. I don't care. And the guy's the house, like he had drove to his house and then turned yeah. back around. It was like, we're like that close to the guy's house. So he starts up most to this guy's yard and then gets, it goes, it goes into the backyard of the other guy's house and leaves it there. And it sat there for like five years before I bought another before we bought it, bought it back from this friend, and um, I think oh he God. still has it. He's just just sitting in the driveway because he still needs to fix it. Like I saw, like he showed me a picture. It'll that sit it's got, there it's got like, six years. Yeah, it's got like a, it's got a new <laughs> front end, which just doesn't run. Like he has like three kids now. I don't even think it's ever gonna run anymore. Wow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, no, he ain't like, getting sorry, that Jake. no time <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah. On a side note, on that, I would I the one argument non car people make to me always is that they can drift a front wheel drive, and I can't fucking stand uh, nope, that you dude. cannot you can't stop arguing with me you don't even know anything about cars that's all i wanted to say about that. <laughs> thank you oh uh, <laughs> but well was was that it on the advice was that oh yeah the advice yep all just straight up just ask as many guess, questions as you can yeah you were on I, ask as many questions as you can not care oh yeah i don't have any sponsors yeah it's like like the well, new the, the new needs is is just like it's it's helped my life and I'd like I'm happy to say it and I and like I know I know the owner he's helped me out with a lot of things so yeah, like, I'm yeah. happy to say it. Oh yeah, also Wolf Clan Garage, dude. Like he he doesn't even know that I'm on this podcast, but Josh Popkins Sick. is the coolest dude. He's the coolest dude. He has he's at every Just single. Just send event. it to him when he when it goes exactly. out. Don't like, even tell him. He's like uh, he he's the coolest dude. He sell like he sell like he sells the shirt. And he's like his Wolf Clan Garage. Tight, he, yeah, um, he's all JDM. He's all JDM. Like he sells. A bunch of Pokemon stuff. He has classic. He has classic Pokemon things for sale. I saw he had like the uh, he had the original Pokemon Coliseum for sale oh, like wow. last time. I almost bought that. I'm not even, big on Pokemon. I, like, like I don't really like, know much about it. I don't even have it, Nintendo 64 or whatever it was from. I forgot. I was still like <laughs> I want to buy that. Like that's so cool. Oh, just to sit on a shelf. But yeah, exactly. But he's been at every event. He was at the event when I wrecked, and he was like one of the first people. He's like, you having a good time, man? I know you're not, but you having a good time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. He's always been so he's always been so nice if asked questions. Like he completely fun that's how he he funds his life is from there. So like that's that's awesome. so, so, so he goes to events, sells those things and, and, and plugs his product and it's just it's either it's shirts, a lot of times it'll be JDM gloves. Sometimes they're SFI rated, depends wow, on the ones. That's and, um, cool. It's just whatever he has. He has a. He usually has a huge thing of, of like old school JDM jackets too. Damn. He finds all this stuff. Like he's got mag. He's also got old school drift magazines, like D one, like the old D one sport magazines and stuff from like the oh early God, like the nineties and early two thousands. Like the shout dude, out to you. Yeah, dude. I was like the dude's, awesome. got, the dude's the JDM plug. Like, so, <laughs> yeah. I have to hit you up sometime. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Oh, well, awesome. Uh, I guess that's pretty much yeah. it. So mm-hmm. don't forget to grab the merch if you haven't already. That obviously goes towards getting to some bigger, better podcasts. Uh, travel costs are not cheap. So grab it, circleadrift.com. But that is it. I really appreciate you coming on. You drove about 10 hours. So show him, yeah. some, show him some love in the comments. Yes, man. sir. But that's it. We'll see you guys next week. I appreciate it for having, you on, it. having me on, too. Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. W's only, you know I've been winning. winning. Top of the world, the globe is spinning. spinning. Yeah. If you know, you know I've been on a what? mission. mission. Go. Okay, let's get it. Got a little time on my hands like a wristwatch. I don't got time for the breaks and a pit stop.